Sports Incomplete. This is Rex the Rookie. I'm here with John the Veteran. How's it going, John? Doing good. Doing good. Halloween edition of the podcast. Uh, Dolores Garcia playing the role of Freddy Krueger because he's freaking inevitable. Oh, yeah. We'll get into all that in a second. This episode brought to you, as always, by Buddy's Barbecue. If you live on Long Island and you want some great barbecue made right for you in front of you, Call Buddy Mallon at 516-497-0246 for some genuine Southern barbecue. And remember, tell them the guys at New York Sports Incomplete sent you. Also sponsored by Essex Theater. That's E-S-S-E-X-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. That's a cool little theater company way up on Lake Champlain. If you're up in the area during the summer months, they have a wonderful season. Go to their website and check it out. All right, John, we're in. Let's just jump in with both feet. We had a crazy game last night. Yeah, we did. I did. Uh, Mets everywhere impacting the game for Arizona, both positively and then very negatively. (laughs) Very very Metsian. Yeah, uh, we had the uh, game, one of the World Series with Texas Rangers and the Arizona Snakes. And uh, Arizona had a seemingly good grip on that game until the bottom of the ninth. Well, what's crazy was, it. Uh, I mean, even, bef- even before we get to the end of the game, Texas jumps off, jumps out to a hot start, and it looked like they were just going to... Like, I think it felt like, okay, Arizona's still on the come down from... Being the Phillies, they're just going to get trounced, no, and because Zach Allen didn't, Zach Allen did not have his best stuff. And I was actually going to make that a point on the show that the Diamondbacks have somehow made it to the World Series despite their ace not pitching particularly well at all this postseason. Yeah, and then but they he, he settled down. Corbin Carroll is just an absolute monster. Well, it and looked they, like it was going to be another case of small ball beats beats slugging. Yeah. That's how they took down Philly. Right. Looked like they were... That, 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 they got to the bullpen. The bullpen was looked exactly as it had all all postseason. And then Corey Seager hit one into orbit. 900 feet. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, yeah. He loves playing in the World Series in that stadium. <laughs> it was something. It was something. I don't know... Kevin Genkel was great. Oh, okay. Kevin Genkel has, has really emerged as probably the heart and soul of that bullpen. Uh, Paul Seawalt, he messed up. He threw a meatball, and Corey Seager did not miss it. First pitch. It was almost like he was like th- just trying to throw a get-me-over strike, and Boom. Corey Seager was all over it. Uh, uh, tell Marte is just never going to stop hitting. <laughs> He's... Well, Patel Marte and, and Corbin Carroll both have kind of carried the team. What in the hell's going on with Christian Walker? He can't hit the backside of a barn right now. No, and they're just, they're just blowing fastballs by him. They're, not even, they're just daring yeah. him to hit the ball. No, he's, he's really in a slump. Um, okay, so that's fast forward. We go into extra innings. 
Yeah, our old buddy Miguel Castro. Miguel Castro comes in with that pinpoint control that he's famous for. Yeah, no, like everyone was getting on him. Like, how do you throw a strike to to Garcia in that in that situation? And I'm trying to tell everyone, he doesn't know. No. <laughs> Where, like, he's not trying. No. To, yeah, I was being completely facetious. He's really not. No, he has no idea where the ball's going. <laughs> yeah, he just, just doesn't know. He's hoping that you swing and miss. So then the, 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 the Cuban beast who's been eating up the playoffs single-handedly, yeah, he's, uh, Adolis Garcia, goes down and gets one. It wasn't that bad a pitch. He went down and got it. No. And he and Garcia parked it right over the right field wall. You should have. I mean, once it was 3-1, you should have thrown that into the Rangers' dugout <laughs> and just put him on first I mean, base. I, I, I mean, this is not an original thought. I heard one of the announcers on the broadcast talk about it. But he's having a Cespedes-type playoffs. Yeah. No, I mean, it's beyond that, I think. it's. <laughs> well, he's faster. It's he's better defensively. It's... Randy Rosarena, it's Daniel Murphy, it's like it's all of them. He's yeah. he's playing out of his mind. Uh, that's a really, really heartbreaking loss for Arizona because you had to. They had to feel like once they got to the seventh, and then they could bring in their bullpen that it was, you know, game over. Yeah, uh, and. The Rangers just... Honestly, I don't know how Arizona comes back from this. Shoved it right back in their face. The only thing that I will say about this bunch is, is Tori Lovello and company are resilient. You can't count them out. because they, they are fighters. They were down 2-0 to Philly, came back. Down 3-2 to Philly, yeah. came back. They, they're, they're fighters, but last night really was a gut punch. Right. I the, And again, oh, for another thing for Arizona is... Texas has to beat you, the Evaldi and Montgomery starts because after that, the pitching runs out. Yeah. So. And um, I think if you're a, a Diamondback, you you got to take a page out of Ted Lasso and be like a goldfish. Yeah. Just have a really short memory. All right. So in other baseball news. Uh, one of my favorites, Sean Casey, has announced that he will not be returning to the Yankees as their hitting coach. He's got too much going on in his personal life, and uh, good for him. Good for him. Uh, if you know, he said it was a great honor and he loved every minute of it. But he needs to concentrate on his family, and and I never fault anybody for saying that. And you get your podcast back, and I do get the mayor's <laughs> office back, which I've been enjoying immensely uh, Monday through Friday. Okay, moving on. Let's go to the NFL. Somebody's team got to win this week. Yeah, I got to experience my first victory Monday in a while. That was was a great feeling. Uh, It was nice scoring a touchdown on offense. uh, The defense looked as advertised. They just completely pummeled poor Sam Howell. All game. He looked absolutely confused. Dexter Lawrence is a big, bad man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone, Deontay Banks, our rookie cornerback, he's been sensational all year. Hasn't gotten a lot of attention because the team has been bad. But he's looking like a real stud. And uh, Tyrod Taylor, he looked good, like he looked serviceable. Like, yeah. It was only... 
I think it's one of those rare th times where the box score makes him look better than what actually occurred. Yeah. But um, I, I, I think I've chalked that more up to, um, for whatever reason, the Giants went into the second half with the lead and then tried essentially running a prevent offense <laughs> the rest of the game. <laughs> like, just not even attempting to do anything with the ball until... Washington scored, and the game really shouldn't have been that close. The final score was fourteen to seven, and we had so many blunders. Still, the Kayvon Thibodeau dropped pick six, where he could have barrel rolled into the end zone had he caught it. Yeah. Uh, the muffed punt. We still cannot find anyone who could just catch a punt. Just fair catch. Just catch the ball, and let go. <laughs> like you just can't do it for two years now. For two years, we have been yeah. unable to find a punt returner that can do their job. I love Sterling Shepard. Said a lot of awful things about that man for a good five to ten minutes after he muffed that punt. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then the Saquon fumble. Saquon fumbles for the first time since high school. To, like Yeah, but was that more of a ripped out? Or was... I don't know, but still, that was the one thing to, you couldn't do. This fumble there. If you even get three points, the game is probably over. But, you know, they're the Giants. They're going to make me sweat everything out. Um, but a win is a win. So, got, we got one. Now it's time to just keep them going. Um, Justin Pugh is my hero. He's, he is amazing. He is amazing. No training camp, no nothing. Ted, Comes you in about Ted, starts. I want to talk about Ted Lasso. He's He's been Ted Lasso. He came, came fresh off the couch, and now there is a report saying that he's organizing team dinners for the offensive line and the quarterbacks every week. God he, bless him. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's well, remarkable. The uh, Jets had the week off, although they still had something in the news, because, well, a week without drama in the Jets is just not a week, so... Dalvin Cook said he wants to pursue being traded because he's just not getting the ball enough, despite the fact that his yards per run average is less than half of that of, of uh, Brees Hall. Brees yeah, I, I'm very confused as to what he... Well, I know what he was thinking was, I'm going to latch on to Aaron Rodgers and coast to a, a light, breezy season, and then that you know obviously didn't happen, and... And Brees Hall took the, stopped having a, a pitch count, so to speak, right. in his rushing attempts. And he's the clear-cut running back one, which Dalvin Cook is not used to not being. Uh, I'm sure they could find someone that'll take him. It has to be a little... Uh, the, the, speaking of trades, watching the Jets trade McCole Hardman back yeah. to the Chiefs, and then he goes right back to being McCole Hardman. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's <laughs> unbelievable. I was watching that game going, why did they trade this guy? Well, because he wasn't doing that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't doing anything with the Jets. Um, I would be, if, if I got to play general manager, I would be inclined to want to hold on to Dalvin Cook because running backs, uh, the more depth you have there, the, the happier your team is. Uh, running backs get hurt all the time. And I also just can't imagine what you would get back. Like, I mean, at most a fourth round pick. Yeah, it's it's just uh, you know, despite the fact that Dalvin Cook is pissed off, I I would hope the Jets would have the sense to hold on to him. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, the Bills lost to Belichick, 
and the New England schemers. Yeah, got me kicked out of my damn knockout pool. Thanks, guys. And then Thursday, they came back and beat Tampa. Uh, They're really kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team this year. They're coasting. Like it's uh, like it's not good at all. It's gonna bite them in the butt eventually. Like it, well, it did they, against New England. They but. have so much talent. Uh, I don't understand why they're not just annihilating the bad teams. No, I. I don't know what I happened was, I was, to New England. I, I just I, I don't get it. Yeah. But this week the big matchup. <laughs> It's the Battle of MetLife Stadium. Yeah, the Snoopy Bowl. Uh, it's uh, Jets and Giants. Jets, Giants. Uh, it was going to be a defensive game anyways. Now I'm hearing that yeah. the weather is going to be an issue. Yeah. So I, I, that'll... What did you tell me? The over-under was originally 36 points? I think it was, yeah. 39? Something like 30, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I see this as like a 6-9 to nine game. <laughs> And I can't tell you who's going to win. Unless, I mean, yeah, unless Saquon or or Hall bust out a big, you know, 60, 70-yard touchdown. Maybe right? it's the week of Dalvin Cook. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Jets fans out there wouldn't mind it. Um, it is interesting to me because if you look at the two defenses, the, the Giants' defense is scary fast. The Jets' defense has a very big, stout defensive line. Um, it's more like, it's going to be kind of like Diamondbacks Rangers again. It's going to be speed versus brawn. Whoever, I think, I think it's whoever wins the turnover battle wins the game. I I think you're absolutely right. Whoever makes the least amount of mistakes between Tyrod Taylor and Zach Wilson. I think, well, you know, to his credit, Zach Wilson has been fairly mistake free of late. Right. Um... I do see maybe the defense having the winning score for the winning team, and I call this a toss-up. As a long-term Jets fan, I'm not happy about that. I thought this was going to be our year to dominate, but I I guess I should be happy that they're they're at least even on the scorecard at the moment. Just one more thing about the Giants. Darren Waller coming alive these last couple weeks has been such a great... Great. Uh, yeah. He has been great because he's nine feet tall. All they got to do is throw the ball 12 feet up, and he's the only one who can catch it. Yeah. Since the Miami game, he's back to being Darren Waller. And it's just, it's. I guess since his, wife, since his wife's team won the WNBA. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, man. He's, I don't, he's like that first touchdown against Washington. Just when you get in the red, when you get close to the red zone, just throw it up to him. He's unstoppable. Uh, I, mean, yeah, so. I guess his only real knock is his is his ability to stay on the field. And, and block, yeah, and block, run blocking. But um, but really, that's not why you have him. Uh, and, and then he's I, just a gigantic receiver. Yeah, the only uh, don't and just not. It, it's a, been a positive week of Giants, which has been a, a nice change of pace. The only negatives is still Andrew Thomas. Being doubtful for the game, I really thought that this was going to be the week we got him back. I don't understand, like, what the disconnect is here between the Giants' PR team and their medical staff. Because it, like, oh, you mean like how they're treating Daniel Jones? Yeah, him too. I just don't understand. I, I, Andrew Thomas got hurt on the first possession of the first game of the season. We then had him play 
through said injury in a monsoon for no conceivable reason because the game was over at halftime. Yeah. And we haven't seen him since. And we didn't put him on IR. And it's been beyond four weeks. Speaking of IR, do you think we're going to see Daniel Jones on the IR? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, really, they're being is, quite cagey about his neck. This is uh, in 2021 all over again, where it does, they go from, oh, it's not that bad. He's just a little dinged up to he's having season-ending neck surgery. That's that's what it was in 2021. And thing, uh, something that people don't really remember, it kind of got glossed over last season, was he didn't get cleared for contact until the next training camp. Like, yeah. It was a serious neck injury. Yeah. He's just a quiet, tough guy, and nothing in his inner circle, nothing ever gets out. But, like, I don't know. I, and it, because it's his neck, too, and not like his, his knee, or it's. You have to. The Giants are kind of in the dark, cause you, or at least the fan bases, because you're saying it's week to week. But if it's a serious neck injury, and this is his second serious neck injury in three years, yeah, then you got, then you have to really start looking on, looking for a replacement, <sighs> regardless of his play. Well, keep in mind Peyton Manning was able to play for a while after hurting his neck pretty badly. Yeah, I know, but Daniel Jones relies so much on his ability to run around and look. Take Daniel Jones was giving that he was getting the ever living crap beat out of him, but before they brought Pew back and and Saquon back, uh, there was nobody blocking. No, and and, I, and the thing with the the thing was because just going to the stats because a lot of people that were like, oh well, Tyrod Taylor is taking less sacks and the blitz rate has been up, which at first seems like in you know a negative towards Jones. But what I was trying to explain to people is, yeah, they're having to blitz Tyrod Taylor more, which is leaving people open for him to get the ball too quickly. Daniel Jones was getting the crap beat out of him with just the front four. Right. He had no one to throw the ball to because teams didn't need to blitz right. to get to get at him. So it, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I can clearly see the Giants' line has got has improved. Well, because now they have an adult in the offensive line telling everyone where they need to be. Right. And the communication is up. And he's still getting sacked. Don't get me wrong. Like they're not a very talented group, but they're not completely but they're, lost. They're not going to get him killed like they did almost with Daniel Jones. I mean, look, he's a young man with a whole long life ahead of him. You don't want to see him take that kind of two beating. next two neck surgeries by the time you're 26 is not. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if he's going to get surgery or not. It's just it's looking more and more like 2021. All right. Moving on, National Women's Soccer League, the New York Gotham beat Carolina 2-0, uh, which means Gotham gets to play Portland in the semifinals on uh, November 5th. So go Gotham. Uh, NBA, it's basketball season. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, the Knicks lost, I mean, the Nets lost a heartbreaker to the Mavericks. And a heartbreaker to the Cavs. <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah. a rough start for <laughs> Uh, let's go to the positive. The Knicks. Talk about them. Yeah. Uh, game one was interesting. Uh, it got off to a really rough start. Uh, Porzingis just completely shut down 
Everyone. And by the way, how weird is it to see him in a Celtics uniform? It's very weird. It's very weird. Uh, but Even cre- weirder was to see him in a Celtics uniform at the Garden. Credit to him because <laughs> he played. He he played like the guy that we hoped he would be. So it kind of hurts, but uh, yeah, man, he was great on both ends of the floor. I mean, he's blocking. He's blocking every shot that comes his way. He's pulling up from like thirty feet from the basket and hitting threes. Not much you can do when he's on like that. What I will say about the Celtics before we get more into the Knicks is I just don't know if that is sustainable. Because the Celtics have what I would say is a great seven guys on their roster. Yeah. And then after that, it's nothing. And if one of them goes down to injury. Porzingis, who is notorious for getting hurt, him playing 38 minutes a night. Does not seem like a great idea. Absolutely. Now, if he's balling out like he was against the Knicks... you got to leave him in. Right. I just don't, like... It's the first game of the season. I don't... Until he gets hurt. Right. Which will um, happen. Yeah. So... But if he... And Drew Holiday was to put on a defensive master class against Julius Randle. Yeah. He, he, he knew every move that was coming next. Um, so, yeah. The Knicks got off to a really slow start. We were down 30-18, to 18, I think, at the end of the first quarter. And there was a small part of me that was like, this is Giants-Cowboys all over again, where I come into a season full of hope oh, and wonder. Oh, no, no, They came roaring back. They did. They did. To their credit, they did. And it was great. Emmanuel quickly, R.J. Barrett, both played uh, phenomenal. We just couldn't make a damn free throw to save our lives. Yeah. And... Uh, you can't expect to beat a team like the Celtics and when then, you miss twelve free throws. Yeah, they're just—it's just not going to happen. They, you know, but it's one of those. It was—I—I I hate moral victories. Uh, but to say you went toe to toe with the Celtics, who were, you know, probably the probably one of the two favorites to come out of the East, them and the Bucks. You only lost one by four points. Despite the fact that your two best players had very bad shooting nights. Yeah. I think Randall went 5 of 22. Brunson wasn't much better. Um, yeah. And then fast forward to last night. We played the Atlanta Hawks, who uh, are so gosh darn annoying. <laughs> hate them very much. Uh, played played better. Jalen Brunson bounced right back. He had 31 points. Set a career high in threes with eight. Uh, we, yeah. I don't know why we tried playing Atlanta at their own game and making it a track meet, but we beat them at their own game. Yeah. So one twenty six, one twenty. Kudos to them. Uh, RJ's yeah. RJ looks so good. Like if he takes the leap to where he was, the if he can put together what he did in the postseason for a full season, the Knicks are the third best team in the Eastern Conference. I truly believe that. Like, not even through being a homer. They Where do you think they stack up against the Bucks? Because uh, Damian and, no, yeah. and the Greek freak together are proven to be pretty potent. Right. I think it's it's the clear-cut number two in the East are the Bucks and the Celtics. Whether you think... I, I personally have the Bucks one. Because I just think they have more depth than the Celtics. Okay. But the Celtics are number two. And then after that, it's like... I, I really think it, it becomes a... The Knicks and the Cavs, that maybe the Heat, even the Heat had a terrible offseason, and they just they lost a lot of key pieces like uh, Strauss and Gabe Vincent. 
But, you know, they're, they're not a regular season team, so it's hard to really gauge right. them. But, yeah, I think in the, in, the, in the Eastern Conference, the Knicks have a tremendous shot at being the, the, the three seed. Well, I think this bodes well for uh, the podcast. I think. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I think it really does. We'll so have that's... a lot of positive things to talk about. Yeah, uh, everyone's, look, I, everyone's looking good. I, Dante DiVincenzo last night played out of his mind, and he, after he didn't do much of anything in game one. And I was trying to tell people for months that he was an upgrade over Obi Toppin. And that's, you're going to see it because Dante DiVincenzo plays defense and can dribble a basketball. Yeah, he's kind of a Tibbs kind of guy. He is. He really is. And Jalen Brunson is going to be an all-star this year. He is so good. Yeah. Right? He, I've never felt more confidence. And, and I got to watch Carmelo Anthony, who was an NBA Hall of Famer, for a lot of years, I have never felt more confidence in a basketball player than Jalen Brunson, where I just know he's going to make the right decision every time. Good, good. Um, on a slight down note, in, in college football, we follow a couple of teams just for yucks. Rex, there's so many other sports to talk about. <laughs> Syracuse got pasted by Virginia Tech. They're horrible. 38-10, to 10 and, and, and my alma mater is Stony Brook. Even worse. 0-7! Yeah. Oh, and seven people! They have a chance at a perfect record in the wrong direction. <laughs> Moving on to hockey. Hockey, yeah. We, we got Back some good hockey. hockey going on. Yeah, man. The Rangers The Rangers are taking over the West Coast. They are uh, dominating out there. They won, uh, they won their last three games. Uh, the Seattle game was funny just because apparently the people in Seattle didn't pay their electrical bill because the lights were out in one corner of the... Of the rink, so the teams had to constantly be switching sides yeah. halfway through the halfway yeah. through the period. I don't, how does that happen? How do you not have that fixed? I have no idea. Um, the Rangers beat the Oilers on Thursday, three to nothing. Yeah, Jonathan Quick with a with a shutout. It has to be so weird for Ranger fans because Jonathan Quick, a big reason why they don't, why a lot of Ranger fans have not witnessed the Stanley Cup championship. For his time with the Los Angeles Kings, and now he's years later, he's here as her backup goalie, and he's played fantastic so far. Now, the Rangers have a new guy. Uh, you were telling me about a Finnish player who's 22. Capo Keiko. Capo Keiko. It sounds like a song title from the 90s. He's, yeah. <laughs> I did a double take when I heard when I heard it the first time. I, I did know I was like, is his name Capo or is it? Keiko, and then I saw it on the screen. I was like, "Oh crap! It's his first and his last name. That's phenomenal." And I've just been saying it for the rest, like at random random intervals for the rest of the weeks. The Islanders took out the Senators uh, three to two. Islanders are off to an okay start. As it stands right this moment, number one atop the Metropolitan Division of the Eastern Conference are the New York Rangers. You're welcome, guys. And they started watching hockey. The Islanders are in fifth place, so if the playoffs started today, they'd both be in. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Major League Soccer, the Red Bulls are in eighth place, but folks, they're only six points out of the playoffs. Uh, Only 26 points behind first place. That's two. Six points is two wins for the vast majority of you who have no idea what that means because you don't want soccer. Six points. You get three points per win. So 
Uh, New York Football Club are down in the basement. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about building a new stadium over by uh, City Field, but they need to learn how to play soccer first. Okay, what else we got cooking? Anything? Uh, well, the Rangers play tonight against the Vancouver Canucks, which should be a it should be a good game. They're both five and two. Right. To start the year, so that's that's nice. Um, and we got college football going on. I didn't even. I honestly, I was not. I wonder who study what's going to lose to this week. Yeah, go ahead, look that up. We have. Uh, I'm actually. I'm watching boxing today. There's a uh, Tyson, uh, Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. That's happening. Well, we over. got a. We got another World Series game today that too. too. Yeah. That's the big event. Well, that was that was what was so clutch about the the uh, the boxing. Uh, fight happening in Saudi Arabia was the the show that starts at two, so I'm figuring the main event is around like five. There's a cat tearing something up. I'm, oh, he's in the bag. <laughs> the cat. The cat. So, back Sherlock the bag. has to come visit us every time we do a broadcast. <laughs> the cat is in the bag. Ah, oh, cat's in the bag. Okay, so we got uh, Merrill Kelly for uh, Arizona going up against Jordan Montgomery for Texas. That's a really good matchup. I think the Rangers. I think the Rangers go up 2-0. I just I can't bet against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, Vegas has the Rangers at a sixty-three point nine percent chance to win. Um, I don't see them being wrong. I, I, I love the plucky Diamondbacks, but I think they're digging themselves into another hole. And I'm going to go get this stupid cat out of the bag. <laughs> oh. Anyways, they, uh, while, while Rex is attending to that, uh, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't bet against Jordan Montgomery in these, in these playoffs. He's been so good. I think the momentum from game one is going to carry over. It doesn't mean that the Diamondbacks are... are Dead in the water by any means. They are the answer backs for a reason. Uh, but I do foresee the Rangers going up 2-0. Which, if you're Arizona and you're down 2-0, you got Texas right where you want them. So. Well, it's it's fun. It, you know, boy, we couldn't have missed more with our preseason predictions. Uh, but, yeah, but I'm going it, to. <laughs> it's still a lot of fun to watch. I'm, I'm glad it's not the usual suspects in the World Series this no, year. No, no, and there's a tiny part of me that loves how much Rob Manfred definitely hates that this is the World Series. <laughs> well, you know, Rob Manfred and his never-ending battle on baseball. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we, even, we didn't even get to talk about a good old W throwing up the first pitch. Yeah. Looking, you know, for 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 of the alive ex presidents, he looked pretty spry. Yeah, yeah, didn't not a strike, not as good as uh, twenty two years ago, but no, who is right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, he looked good. Laura looked good too. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, being out of the public eye has done them uh, done done well for them. You know, and it was even nice seeing Pudge. It was nice seeing yeah. Pudge looking just the same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess that uh, preview will have we'll have a lot more World Series coverage to talk about next week. The Giants Jets game will uh, review. Hopefully, a Giants win. I know you're rooting for a Jets win, so we're kind of yeah, we're, against one another for the first time. We're uh, we're at loggerhorns on that one, but so what? No biggie. Now we got basketball, hockey, soccer. To talk about it's all it's all. Uh, trickling down. It's uh, it's exciting. I if I found if the Knicks and Rangers can provide me with an entertaining winter of sports, 
I'll be so happy. Well, let's let's hope the Nets pick up their game a little bit. Yeah, so the Nets. We didn't really talk about the Nets. They haven't even looked that bad. They no. just ran into Donovan Mitchell and Luka Doncic in the first, yeah. first two games. Did you see the shot that Luka Doncic hit at the end of the game? He did no. a fadeaway with one oh, hand. I did see that. Don't yeah. look, like there's nothing you can do. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, you just... no. That was a dagger. <laughs> yeah, I did see that shot. They only showed it about 18 times on SportsCenter the next morning. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. So, yeah. I, I, let's see. Because I know the, the, Knicks play, the Knicks play tonight as well. The Knicks play the Pelicans, which they should. They should that's a game they should win, uh, even if Zion is playing. Um, so, to go to, yeah, to rattle off back-to-back wins would be great because then they play the Cavs uh, for two games. Let's see who the Nets are playing. The Nets play the Hornets on Monday night. So right. the Nets should get their first win. Let's hope. Against the Hornets. Let's hope. Because, you know, it, uh, my, my pal Matt Gately gets very depressed when we don't mention his Nets. And, oh, is that so? And, and I, I mean, Listen, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about the Nets losing for 10 minutes. No, but no, 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 no. <laughs> we need to talk about winning. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess that's all I got. Anything yeah, from no, you? That's about it. Uh... Let's keep the let's keep the winning ways uh, rolling. The Giants, Mets, Rangers, Knicks, all four of them pointing in the right direction for once. And maybe maybe we'll have some idea who's going to manage the Mets by next week. And maybe a GM too, but I doubt it. Doubt it, yeah. Um, yeah, keep your eyes open. Your eyes and ears open. Thanks for following along with us. Uh, this is a great time of the year for sports, folks. So. Enjoy. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us again. We'll catch you next time. John, any parting words? Happy Halloween, everyone. Stay safe. Have fun. Eat a lot of candy. Watch a lot of sports. Have a great weekend. All right, folks. Thanks again.